Hi, everybody. Welcome to Advice for Life with Lynn, where we help you hopefully have a better relationship with yourself, number one, and others. Today's issue, how negative emotions affect us physically. What is the remedy to when you figure out, oh, okay, I am stressed about finances and it's affecting my stomach because I'm worried? It starts with just, first of all, you have to recognize what you're feeling, right? You you have to be able to correlate the two. Ground yourself when you need to, and making space to ask those questions is important. Not just, you know, oh, let me just, uh, let me just grab a drink, or let me just, you know, figure out a way to, to numb the pain. Um, you need to work on, we all need to work on trying to identify the root. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. So right off the bat, it's really important for me to tell you guys, every single human you know this, has negative feelings. Every single human on this earth gets triggered. Even Buddha gets triggered back back in the day. Um, and every single human is allowed and should feel whatever they're feeling. So this podcast is not about telling you that you should not have any negative thoughts, okay? Because that's impossible. This podcast is about, unless you're Actually, unless you're enlightened, that would be amazing. But this podcast is about recognizing our negative thought, number one, accepting it, number two, and understanding how it affects our body, not resisting it, okay? So I'm in the midst of moving. So much fun, right? Sarcasm. Uh, and lately, my lower back has been killing me. I mean, I do sit a lot for my job, so that could be it too. And I run, have heels, but this is like more intense than ever. So my first thought was, dang, man, what did I do in the gym to inflame my lower back? It must be my fault, right? So I thought about it and actually didn't do anything to my lower back while working out. So um, I go back in my mind to famed author Louise Hay, who has this wonderful book, many, many books, but one book in particular on how our ailments are caused by thought and how we can fix our ailments through thought affirmations. Honestly, to be totally honest, I'm, part of me is like, I, I believe this, like 98% of the other 3% is like, really? Is that possible? So, and we've discussed this on the podcast before. I love Louise Hay. Um, so I went through the process, asked myself, you know, concerning my back, what am I feeling? What are my emotions? And the feeling was overwhelmed. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling the weight of the world is on me. I'm feeling financial stress, hashtag called moving. So my solution was to A, recognize I'm feeling overwhelmed and it's okay. Accept the feeling. Hi, overwhelmed. Thanks for being here. And don't identify with it. Just sort of let it be there. And so what that means in watered down terms is I'm telling myself several times a day, it's not easy. It's not like, bing, holy instant. Um, you know, when worry comes up, I just say, I see you, welcome, but I'm not going to believe you. I'm going to practice letting go and telling myself that everything's going to be okay. And for the large part, I do believe that. But I know that that thought of worry and overwhelm is affecting my lower back. So I'm sure this has happened to many of you guys listening. And maybe it's the first time you've heard that our thoughts affect us on a cellular level. So how can we do this all the time? You know, recognize the negative thought or the thought that doesn't feel so great. And and then what do we do with it? Let's find out. So our guest today is Sasha Torres, a health and wellness coach, and she's a favorite of our podcast. She's been on before. Sasha, thanks so much for coming. 
And just so you guys, are, I always have to explain myself. We're sharing a mic again, just because I don't know. Is it because I'm moving and I messed up chords? I don't know, but I really wanted to get this podcast in. So bear with us. Um, I'm just going to be pushing this back and forth. So Sasha, thanks so much for um, coming. So I'll just throw out this first question that you can have the mic. How, how can you explain how our emotions affect our body? So going back to your intro, when you talked about negative emotions, it's not just negative emotions. It's all emotions, right? Um, This goes back dating into Chinese medicine. Traditional Chinese medicine talks heavily about how your emotions are affiliated and associated to different organs. So for instance, when you feel frustration and anger, that is something that weakens your liver. Um, Anxiety, our adrenals are located directly on on top of our kidneys. So if you're feeling a lot of anxiety, typically your your adrenals are fatigued. Um, so when you, your adrenals and your, your kidneys go hand in hand. So when you're suffering from anxiety or you're feeling anxious or depressed, typically it's because you're, you've overdone it with fight or flight. Um, you have the weights of the world, you're, you're overwhelmed and your, your kidneys start to, to suffer. So each organ, Chinese medicine basically breaks it down into five different areas and five different organs and emotions. Um, and, and if you start paying attention to not only what's triggering you and how you're feeling and you start correlating the two, you'll start to realize that certain areas, when you have a, a trigger, you'll flare up or you'll start feeling a certain kind of way. So, so the journalist in me wants to ask, how did the Chinese figure that out? I mean, come on. Is that above your pay grade? <laughs> that, that's, that's way beyond me. Um, but I've been getting acupuncture for quite some time now. Um, and that also talks into what you've read with, we've all read with Louise Hay is that, you know, our body, each, each area of our body has different ties to emotional connections and past traumas or past, you know, situations. Um, and then when we're, when we're, we haven't worked through it, they tend to flare up. It's just natural, right? It's like when a pot boils, you know, you have a pot of boiling water, it's simmering and simmering and simmering, but something's going to cause it to flare up. And when it does, that's when you start feeling the physical. And oftentimes we don't feel things until by the time our body is giving us an alarm per se, it's because it's been going on for too long. You know, Mm so we did, we deal with day-to-day stresses, you know, work, traffic, life, relationships. And then when something like a move comes or that adds that extra little bit, then that's when you, you'll start to get like a flare up of, without even realizing it. For the, for the doubters out there, I'm just trying to think like a doubter, which I partially am. (laughs) So we could even water this down and say, okay, so if we don't believe uh, our liver is affected by frustration or frustration affects our liver, was that it? Frustration, anger, or anger. Okay, liver, yeah. liver. Okay, so we could also say like if you're in your car and you have to something scares you and then you feel that rush of heat and prickliness from your toes all the way to your head. I mean, obviously that was, I mean, a thought and a belief of of uh, being afraid affects your body. That's a very watered down. Well, think of it this way: when you are um, when you're worried about something, right? Typically, I mean, I don't know about you, but at least for me, typically you get knots in your stomach, mm-hmm. you know, right. right? You get that anxious, that, that emptiness, that, that heaviness, um, and you get a, you have a knot in your stomach, and that's your stomach basically saying, hi, something's not feeling right. The Chinese medicine philosophy does believe that worry is linked to your stomach and your spleen. Mm-hmm. So when you start correlating the different feelings with the different areas that you're starting to feel things then it'll start making a little bit more sense. And I've seen it for myself. Um, back in 2012, I, I was living in New York and I threw up my back. 
somehow, I don't, I don't know what it was, from one minute to the next, I just couldn't, I woke up and it everything was in pain. And someone recommended me to a chiropractor who's also a kinesiologist. His name is Dr. Todd Sinet. And I remember going to him and he basically said to me that my pain was linked to stress. And I couldn't understand why, because everything was fine. Everything, I had just come back from vacation. I'm like, oh, I was just in this beautiful, relaxing vacation. Why on earth would I be stressed? And he started going through different emotional triggers, whether it was financial, relationships, um, work, work-life balance. And, and he would do these exercises and see how my body would react. And sure enough, when he hit a point, I would lose mobility in my arm. What was the issue? At that point, it was financial. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had gone to him for, you know, and, and he would find, okay, financial is one thing. Let's work through that. And then he would help me with affirmations and then relationships. Are you dating? Yep, I'm dating. <laughs> and he would, he would find out that, okay, the stresses of dating would trigger me as well. And, and that's when it became like, that, that was when I had my aha moment. And I realized, okay, I could think that I'm relaxed and life is easy and, and, you know, I have everything under control, but subconsciously certain things are triggering me without me even realizing it. Well, that is so true. And we know that sometimes we walk around with our shoulders tight and we don't even realize it. So it's just becoming more aware. Okay. So that's my next question. What the heck do we do about it? And I know you're going to talk about affirmations, but I just want you to explain that more. Like just saying something doesn't change anything. I actually today had to get a deep tissue spinal massage. Oh my God. It was amazing. So much body remedy, South Miami. Love you, God. I I literally said when she was done, if I wasn't already married, I'd want to marry you. I mean, <laughs> I I felt like so much release. It's still a little there, but yet, I mean, I still have to tell myself every day, everything's fine. It's gonna work out. You're gonna unpack. You'll make it cozy. And my my brain is my my ego is like, no, it's not. It's not that cozy. It's kind of janky, you know. So, what is the remedy to when you figure out? Oh, okay. I am stressed about finances and it's affecting my stomach because I'm worried or whatever the issue is. It starts with just, first of all, you have to recognize what you're feeling, right? You, you have to be able to correlate the two and realize granted, it's not going to happen overnight, but start paying attention and being in tune with yourself and being in tune with your body and realizing, okay, when, when does this pain start? And then really asking yourself the questions like you did, you know, just yesterday or this week, where's this, where's this pain coming from? What triggered this? What continues to trigger it? So asking yourself questions, you know, when we think of like a curious child and they ask why about everything, right? You have to get to a place where you can ask yourself why and being in tune with yourself, which takes time to get there, um, figuring out ways that you can ground yourself when you need to and making space to ask those questions is important. Not just, you know, Oh, let me just, let me just grab a drink or let me just, you know, figure out a way to, to numb the pain. Um, you need to work on, we all need to work on trying to identify the root. Okay. And then what we find at the root, um, my boyfriend's a jerk. No, just kidding. Or like, you know, I, I'm in a, let's say I'm in a toxic relationship or, you know, I don't have enough money to cover rent or you figure out the, what the worry is or what the issue is, what the feeling is, what the fear is. And then what? So there's multiple steps, depending on what 
that the issue is exactly, um, you know, I find journaling to be a good way to express myself. You know, sometimes you need to tell people what you're feeling and it's not so productive. So we're putting it to pen to paper and letting it out, you know, uh, being able to journal and just get the thoughts out. If it's something that you're just holding on to, to, to feeling, um, if it is something like finances or something that needs an action step, then coming up with a way, a strategy that allows you to, reach your long-term goals by through small steps, you know, instead of giving yourself, you know, this long laundry list of 10 things that you need to do to get to that financial place, really saying, okay, what can I do right now? Can I stop going to Starbucks every day or can the small changes? And once you start implementing small changes, it's those small changes start picking up momentum and they become bigger changes and they're much easier to maintain. So depending on what it is that you are stressed about, um, figuring out ways to navigate that correction. And if it's relationship based, working on self-love for yourself, right? You know, I, I had this conversation with someone recently where we cannot expect a certain love from somebody else if we don't love ourselves first, Absolutely. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're stressed because of relationships or because your boyfriend's not calling you back or not texting you back, it's a two-way street, right? So being able to be the person that you want them to be, everyone mirrors each other, right? So being able to implement that in yourself will just attract more of that to you towards yourself. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother podcast. And but I'm just want to just get touch on that a little bit because it's so true. It's a gem of a piece of advice. It's true. There's a saying in the Course of Miracles, that says that something like this, that what you want from the world, you give it and not just give it to others. But first, we have to give it to ourselves. So you know, if you want, like you just said, the boyfriend to call you back, really what you're looking for, it sounds like maybe is some, you know, affirmation or validation or some attention, give it to yourself first. And then like you said, spread it around and give to others. So that's so true. Talk to me about I like I use the word action because that's super helpful for us type A's. So we take action, but talk to me how action and affirmation go hand in hand. That's part I feel of the solution of taking control of our thoughts. Absolutely. So I would say with affirmations, um, they essentially affirmations help confirm where you'd like to be. You know, the affirmations are very, very much the I am right. So I am safe. I am secure. I am financially stable. I am loved. Right. It, it It's affirming um, where you'd like to be. Right. And I would say the action are the steps that help you get there. Right. So if it's, it's almost like as though the affirmation is the goal and the action steps are what will get you to that place. So everything in my teachings, uh, my guru has taught me is yes, because I used to say, but I don't feel that, you know, I am wealthy, <laughs> you know, like Louise says in her book, which I, when I first read, I was like, this lady's a nut job. <laughs> like, she's like, I write down in my wallet, God bless her. She's dead now, but she, her wisdom will live on forever. Uh, something like, something to the effect of, I write, I write down a piece of paper. I can't remember something like I am wealthy or I'm abundant or everything happens for my greater good. Some, something, some line like that. And I used to have it in one of my wallets years ago. And she's like, whenever I go to pull up my credit card to go pay something, I see this. And I was like, that's actually brilliant because, you know, every time I pull up my wallet, I'm like, I don't feel it. But I, after I kept seeing it, I started feeling it. 
And my guru says, tell me what you think about this. She says, when you do your affirmation, try to feel as if. What do you think about that? Because that might be the fuel to manifesting what it is we want. So there's a book, I'm blanking on the name right now, but there's a book that someone recommended to me and it basically spoke very much about you have to feel it. It's one thing to to say it, it's one thing to believe it, but you have to feel what that life is like. What what the dream job feels like, what the dream relationship and you really have to put yourself in that mindset. You almost have to taste it. And um yeah, I, th- I think I, there, there's definitely a lot of truth towards that. And to be able to feel it will help you also know you're on the right track when you're taking those small little action steps to get there. What are your top tips to changing our, you know, I, I put this label of negative thought, but it's it's a feeling we don't want that's in our body caused by thought. So what are, what's your top tips to changing our negative thoughts? It's really about shifting perspective. And like I said earlier, the idea of first, you have to recognize the thoughts. You have to understand that, okay, these are real thoughts. They're okay. You have to allow yourself to have the thoughts. So that's probably step one, recognizing them, recognizing what they're triggering in your body. Um, And then once you've recognized it, being able to express those thoughts in a productive way, right? Whether it's through journaling, whether it's through static dance, whether it's through being able to release Mm -hmm. that, that, heaviness and then you know creating some sense of routine and balanced life really is very helpful you when we were kids kids babies thrive on routine right and they have no stress they sleep they eat they play they go to the bathroom pretty pretty simple life (laughs) whereas as adults now we have all these stresses and we hate the idea of routine right so being able to come up with some kind of, whether it's a morning routine, an evening routine, or both, that's extremely helpful, at least for me. And also just finding a way to show gratitude, you know, recognizing there's always something to be grateful for. So I find that with, through gratitude, you're able to shift your perspective. You know, for instance, you have a car accident, it could always be worse. You know, there's insurance for a reason. You know, the, you have a flood in your house, which I'm dealing with right now. We have insurance. It, it, it's not the end of the world. You know, there, things, things could always be worse. And again, it's hard. Some people, it, they have, they're not at that place. Mm-hmm. And they, they need a lot more work or they need a, a, a therapist or a counselor and they need someone to support them on that, which is totally understandable. And that, that's natural. But if you are able to come to a place where you can manage it on your own by being able to recognize your thoughts, express your thoughts, and and come to a place where through routine and through healthy lifestyle, you're able to shift your perspective on gratitude, those those would be my top steps. I would. Are you of the school of thought that every single ailment, like Louise Hay believes, is caused from a thought like cancer? Or like my back hurts, or like you you explain, you know, your stomach ache, or uh, you know, I'm trying to think, you know, dementia. She because that for me, it's like God, man, that's really heavy, big. I don't know, it's a big uh, pill to swallow. But I mean, I get the concept. What is your thought as a health and wellness coach on that? Your philosophy. I would say emotions have a very 
Emotions have a strong impact on our overall wellness. Absolutely. But there's also other factors. Our diet, you know, the the foods that we eat, the quality of the foods. Right now, we're a lot of the quality of the foods that we consume are not clean, right? And they're full of pesticides, they're full of parasites. Um, we are a society that loves our alcohol. Um, you know, we love to decompress with a glass of wine or a cocktail. And we're also a very heavily medicated society. You know, there's a pill for everything. So I wouldn't, there is some component where the emotional is tied to your physical, but there is also a deeper portion where what you eat and your quality of your sleep and the, t- the quality of the water that you're drinking, these are all things that will affect your health in the long term. Lifestyle. Lifestyle is key. Lifestyle and environment. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so just to reiterate, because I always love going over, it's like we're in class. Tell me if I've got this right. So the best way to deal with the effects of negative thoughts on our body would be, number one, tune into your body. Sometimes, you know, like me, I just thought, oh, my back hurt, my back hurt. my Like it was hurting for a week. Like, don't go too long without noticing your body, whatever is bothering you. Uh, number two, recognize the feeling. Okay, so what's under the backache, for example? What's underneath? And three, um, as Sasha was saying, take action. Like for me, stress of moving. Okay, what am I worried about? Well, I'm worried that I won't get all my packing done. Okay, we'll make a list, have a deadline. And then, which I think the best one is the affirmations. Even if you don't believe them in the moment, try to feel a little bit of belief. Like, I really try to tell myself every day, everything's going to work out. You know, you've moved a million times. You'll make it cute. It's fine. Not just work out. It'll be great. It's a fresh start. Like, try to go to positive, as you were talking about. Go to gratitude. Is there anything I missed? No, I think we covered it all. I I would just also highly suggest when it comes to managing stress and managing the triggers, having a solid routine and having a healthy lifestyle or some kind of balance when it comes to your healthy lifestyle through food and movement. Movement is key. I I would definitely encourage individuals to focus on that as well. Let it out. Let it out by journaling. (laughs) Let it out by dancing. Let it out by singing or talking to somebody. Awesome. Sasha, thank you so much. If you want to get in touch with Sasha Torres, you can find her on IG. Is that the best place? Yeah. At Sasha underscore Torres, T-O-R-R-E-S. She can help you with all things with health and wellness. Thank you so much for being on here and sharing our mic. (laughs) Thank you again for having me. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.